How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hello, I'm here with Taylor, owner and founder of Zippies. Really excited to talk about her business today. So hello, how are you? I'm doing super well. Thank you for having me. First of all, this is a really exciting moment. I'm so glad to be one of your first guests on the podcast. This is cool. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. Really appreciate it. Of course. Definitely. So let's kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? <laughs> I love that this is one of the questions because it's totally on brand for you. So unfortunately, I had to go gluten-free a few months ago, change my diet up a little bit. But before that happened, I loved my um, chocolate chip pancakes with peanut butter on top and like way too much syrup. Ooh, that sounds pretty darn good. I'm 100% a sauce person. I put sauce on everything. So too much syrup was definitely something it's something that I always put on all of my pancakes waffles all the things hey you can still do that gluten-free too I sure can they're not as tasty but I'll still take them absolutely perfect well tell us a little about yourself who are you and what makes you you so my name is Taylor. I am the owner and creator here at Zippies. I started Zippies a couple of, or four years ago. I taught myself how to sew and it's just kind of exploded from there. Um, a little bit about me. I'm a type three on the Enneagram, which means I'm a workaholic and I definitely find value in my success and the things that other people see that I'm doing. So it's not always the best trait to have, but it is something about me that's pretty important. Um, I mean, I've got two kids. They're my inspiration for doing zippies. And I obviously sew all of their clothing. So it's really exciting when they are the ones to pick the fabric and say, oh, I want a sweatshirt out of this mom. And I'll just get it whipped up for them. And they wear it on the same day and they just love it. But other than that, I'm, like I said, I'm a mom of two and I am just living my best life. Yeah, that sounds pretty perfect, man. Just have your own custom clothing store, mom on the go. <laughs> yes, yes. Cool. So a little, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about your business. Um, did you start it because of your kids or what was a little bit of the, the idea? Tell us a bit more how you began. Okay. So when my daughter was born, she was born eight weeks early with her intestines on the outside of her body, actually. So it was pretty traumatic. My first intro into motherhood and she was in the NICU for eight weeks and it was really, really hard to find clothing that would fit her. And so I, she finally fit into preemie clothing around like a month or a month and a half old. So it, that was really exciting that I got to start dressing her and things. We brought her from home from the hospital and I wanted to give her the best life. I wanted to overdo motherhood, I think. So it kind of included like making things for her, but I had never sewn a day in my life. So it was about... Um, four months after she was born, my great grandmother passed away. And when she passed away, I actually inherited her really old sewing machine. I named her Helga because she is, she's does everything. She is amazing. So, um, Helga, the sewing machine helped me learn how to sew. I became obsessed with learning the ins and outs of that machine. I wanted to make my grandmother proud from heaven. So that was how I started. I just 
taught myself how to sew in fall of 2016. So it was three years ago. And I started with these little baby booties. I put them on my daughter soon. Other mommies wanted them. And then I had the fear of, oh my gosh, these other mommies want these booties that I'm making, but what if they hate them? And so that was a fear of mine as I, like I said, I find value in doing things for other people and how they respond to what I'm doing for them. So I just set those fears aside and I said, you know what, we're just going to do this. And so I did it. And then I started doing leggings and hoodies and all of these other things for babies. And then um, I ended up rebranding in November 2017 to Zippies. So I just do the zipper rompers and little side um, patterns here and there, like hoodies and car seat ponchos and whatnot for the fall. And it's just a really fun business that I've got going and the community of moms that are surrounding the Zippies brand are so obsessed with the rompers, which is amazing. It makes me feel super valued. And I'm very humbled by the entire experience because it is, it's something that no one would think to make, but somehow I thought to do it. So I did get a patent a couple of months ago. So we're officially patent pending. It's really exciting. And we are working towards Shark Tank for next year. So you heard it here first. Wow, that is huge and really impressive that you taught yourself how to do all this while being a new mother. Mm, Yeah, I spent a lot of time just when she wasn't hungry or if she needed to be held or rocked or played with or anything. It was, I was on my sewing machine learning how to do it. That's pretty impressive. That's very cool. So what has been your favorite memory in your business so far? Uh, I guess like it all goes back to feeling valued and needed by my customers. But one of my favorite memories is I had a kiddo that has a G tube, um, a little kiddo customer who has a G tube and her mom asked if somehow I could accommodate her G tube. So I thought to cut the belly part of the romper in half and I put an invisible zipper in it so that the G tube access is right there. And then once she was all hooked up to her tubes, she, her mama closed the zipper and she was on her way. So I find value in doing things for other people. And that's got to be one of my most favorite memories is just knowing that I had the tools and the sewing experience and knowledge to accommodate such a need. And now other Tubi mommies are also jumping on to my G-Tube access rompers. Yeah. Wow. That's such a unique need and really special that you're able to provide that for people. Oh yeah. It's actually a huge need. So hopefully I can have an entire line of G-Tube access rompers coming out pretty soon. But like I said, um, <laughs> I need more time in the day. So I, <laughs> if I had 60 hours in a day, I think I could do a lot more, but oh. it's not all of our wishes. That is true. <laughs> cool. So what does being a business owner mean to you? So being a business owner means that I'm not under the direction of somebody else. I used to be a waitress at Texas Roadhouse and I, I mean, I loved my job, but I also didn't like having a time schedule where I'm like, I have to do this. And then I have to do this. I'd rather just kind of like fly by the seat of my pants and have my own schedule written out. So being a business owner is freedom is it's, you do whatever you want in your business, but it is all up to you. So you can't say, Oh, I need advice from this person or this person, or, Oh, I need a boss to help me out or a manager. Like you are the boss and you are the manager and you are wearing all of the hats until you start hiring things out. Yeah. 
I think a lot of us can really relate to that. Yeah. And I also have a super hard time telling people no. So when I was working for someone, if they called me in for a shift, I would always say yes, because I just don't want to tell people no. I just want to please everyone. I'm a huge people pleaser. So that's one thing as a business owner that, I mean, I still have a hard time telling people no, but it's a little bit easier because I'm in control of the situation. Kind of a control freak too. (laughs) Hey, that works out. It sounds like a perfect storm. (laughs) Most of the time. Cool. Well, let's get a little bit into the sticky stuff. What are some of the major challenges in your business that you've had to overcome or perhaps you're still working on? So like I said, I need more hours in the day, but time management is a huge deal. So I have figured out over time how to manage everything from, you know, doing laundry and taking care of the kids and cooking and cleaning and all the things and running my business. It takes a lot of time. So I ended up outsourcing, which is a huge thing that has helped me so much. So I started with home delivery meal services. So I use Home Chef. Home Chef is a fantastic outlet that I use. They deliver meals to my door. It takes like 30 minutes to make dinner every night. And it's so easy. All of the ingredients are there for me. I also hired a nanny to help watch my kids three to four days a week for a few hours a day. It really helps me out so much. And I also hired a seamstress recently who is amazing. Her name is Diana. I can't help but to love on her so much. She has freed up so much of my time in just the last couple of weeks that she's been here. So really the hardest part about running the business is time management for me. Sure. Yeah. That's a lot of pieces to juggle. Oh yeah. I don't even have half of that and I still struggle myself with time management. That's certainly, certainly a part of life. No doubt. Um, how, so within all of this, these moving parts that you're juggling, how is your marketing going? It's going pretty well. So right now I actually don't have any paid ads, but that's my next move is to move into paid Facebook or Instagram ads. But so far my just, I mean, just recently my Facebook group, my buy, sell trade group on Facebook um, has exploded. And so has my page. I'm getting new page likes every day and new members in my group. So it feels really good. It all goes back to feeling valued and success and all the things. So it feels really good, but exploding even more to get sales up in order to take this to shark tanks so that I can bring my evaluation up a little bit more. And I don't have to give a shark like 40% of my business. So right now I am going to start pushing towards more paid ads, but so far my marketing is just free posts on Instagram and Facebook. That's such a wonderful thing about social media is how you really can get the word out there in such a way. Yeah. And for free. That's the best part. (laughs) Yeah. From your own home too. Yeah, absolutely. So let's shift gears here a little bit and talk about your first job. Um, you've mentioned Texas Roadhouse, but I'm really curious about some of the other jobs that you've had and if they've helped you with this process in any way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is a great one. So I started out as a busser at a local family restaurant here in my hometown. Uh, I went into this interview like my life depended on it. I wanted to be independent so bad. Uh, I had a new car at 16 years old. And so I went in to apply for this job so that I could pay for my own car insurance and my own gas. And I just wanted to do all of it by myself, even though my mom said, you know, you don't have to do this. I was still in high school and I didn't need to, but I really wanted to be independent. And 
um, really find my own way kind of. So I went ahead and applied for this job. The owner was so impressed that he hired me on the spot. And then I started the following week and the way that tips worked at this particular restaurant was the waiters or the servers did not have to tip me out at the end of the shift. It was all about whether they felt like I deserved it or not, which is kind of crazy because nowadays you are required to tip out the, the wait staff or the busters and, and whatnot. So all of the waiters, every single shift that I worked always tipped me out because they say you're the fastest and you're the best and you clean so well and you pick up my dishes super fast, all the things. So it kind of all started there. I was there for maybe a year, year and a half or so. So I I bounced back between buster and hostess position at that job. And then I started as a clerical assistant out at our local, I don't know if you've heard of Hanford, the Hanford site. Um, So I worked there for a little bit as a clerical assistant. That was a lot of fun. It was lots of copying and paperwork and filing things and cleaning the office and all of the things that come with being a clerical assistant. So that was my second job. And then after that, I pretty much was just at Texas Roadhouse for on and off for like four years. It was pretty fun. Sure. Yeah. My goodness. I've, uh, I waitressed my way through college and I can tell you when you had a good busser and a good hostess, it made your night. It was a hundred percent difference. So different. 100% different. It's crazy. That's wonderful. Cool. Um, so knowing what you know now, what kind of advice would you give someone just getting started? Or what were some of the things you wish you knew when you got started? So I would first say, make sure that you're legal, make sure that you get your business license, make sure that you hire an accountant. Filing taxes is one of my downfalls. So I hired an accountant a long time ago and he does all of my filing for me. I never want to be in trouble with the government. That is one thing that's a big deal for me. But other than that, it's all about um, making sure that you're not overdoing it yourself and you don't feel that burnout. So actually when I'm sewing, I have my AirPods in my head and I'm listening to, I listen to a lot of Shark Tank, obviously because I'm working toward Shark Tank, but I listen to a lot of podcasts as well. And there is one line that really struck me and it comes from Mark Cuban. He is on Shark Tank. He's one of the sharks. And it said, he said, you only have to be right once. You only have to be right once, which you can fail and fail and fail and fail, but keep getting up and you only have to be right one time. And I feel like the the place that I was right in is zippy is my rompers with a zipper from ankle to ankle makes diaper changes. So sink and easy. And that's where I'm right. So now I'm working towards growing it. And I had also heard another phrase that says, when you're an entrepreneur, you work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40 hours a week. It is so true. It's so unbelievably true. So that is where, that's what I wish I knew before I had started was first of all, get legal. And second of all, don't overdo it. Don't overdo yourself. Don't push your heart, push yourself harder than you can handle. That's it. That's excellent advice. I think, uh, I think me getting started out could have used that same advice as well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Me last week. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so There's a lot of things I think you could say here to answer this next question, Um, but I am curious from your perspective what it'll be. What unique skill do you have that makes you successful at this? So this one actually comes from a quote from my boyfriend, Colton. 
He is my boyfriend now. So hopefully someday when this podcast airs, uh, we'll be like engaged. I call him my pre-fiance. So we're definitely working towards there. He's super sweet. But he has said that one of my strongest traits is perseverance. And sometimes it drives him crazy, but it really pushes him to get things done too. So say there's a, there's a few dishes in the sink. Me working so hard day in and day out shows him how... I, I don't, I mean, he's an adult, he's a grown man, he can do things himself, but he said that my perseverance kind of overflows onto him. So he wants to keep going and going and going and do, doing things like I'm a workaholic. So it's kind of making him a workaholic. He's been going into work an hour early for weeks on end now and just getting more stuff done before anyone else gets into his office. So that is one thing is I push people to get things done just by how often I am pushing myself, I guess, but I don't, I don't feel like I'm overdoing it now. Sure. I can appreciate that. My, my husband and I, it's very similar with him working extra hours motivates me to work extra hours and I'm staying and working extra hours, which motivates him to do other stuff around the house. Yeah. It's pretty powerful to have a a successful, like a partner in success that way. Oh yeah. 100%. So what inspires you to be your best self? This is the most cliche answer, but of course I'm going to say my kids. My kids pushed me to be my best self. I had a really um, traumatic childhood growing up, so I don't want them to go without anything. I don't want them to want for anything. I want them to already have everything that they need before they know that they need it. So my kids are the ones that push me. I I want to do everything for them. I want to give them the world. So that's why I'm working so hard right now so that later on I can take them to Disneyland at the drop of a hat and say, what ride are we going on today and tomorrow and next week? Like, what if we stay for a couple of weeks? Like that would just be the most fun thing ever. And I feel like I'm a kid at heart. So doing things for my kids that they enjoy, I so enjoy myself too. So my kids are definitely the ones that make me my best self. And I also had a wonderful mom to teach me how to be a mom. So that is, that's, yeah, those are the, those are the kiddos that really keep me pushed. Family's important. I don't cliche at all. I really respect that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, is there anything else you wish I would have asked you today? Um, no, I mean, not that I can think of. I printed out my questions a couple of weeks ago. And as soon as you sent them over, I was like, I'm going to print these out. I'm going to fill everything out right now. It took me like 10 minutes. I was so in the zone to answer your questions, but no, I, I don't have any other questions. I just want to say thanks for having me. This is really cool. This is so exciting for me. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here again. This is Taylor from Zippies. And she makes the really useful rompers for babies that zip from ankle to ankle. And where is the best place for people to find you if they're looking for you? So my website is zippiesrompers.com. It's Z-I-P-E-A-S-E rompers.com. And then I am at zippies on Instagram and I am at zippies rompers on Facebook. So those are the places to find me at. Wonderful. Well, you've heard it here. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something, or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much!